0: Welcome to the CinePack podcast. I'm Tyler Casey. In this shorter episode, I'm talking about tips and tricks for doing playback on a music video set. Music playback is often overlooked and I think this episode covers some things that people often don't think about when doing playback. This is from my previous podcast, the Wolf Talk podcast. I left it up because it does have some value. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you do, leave it a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Today I'm going to be talking about, I made a few videos about this on YouTube, but I'm going to be talking about something that I think is really important and is really overlooked on a lot of different sets for music videos. I've seen this overlooked on big budget sets, uh, and it's a big problem, and it's really annoying as well. And I've seen it on a lot of smaller video shoots too, and this really just hinders the process of shooting music videos, and that is playback. So this entire episode today... I'm going to be talking about playback. I'm going to talk about some tips and tricks for playback uh, for some cool music video effects like the slowing down effect. I'm going to kind of break that down and explain it. And then I'm also going to talk about like what kind of speakers you should use, how you should play it back, and tips and tricks for that. So, so basically what playback is, is you have a phone or an MP3 player device hooked up and you go to playback the song for the artist and they lip sync to the song and... Yeah, then you record your take, and then you stop recording. And then when you watch it back, it looks like they're performing the song. You sync it up and editing. That's how most music videos are filmed. So that's playback. You're going to play back the song for the artist. And if you're only doing a specific verse, you just do that verse. And yeah, so that's playback. Uh, it's a little bit trickier with bands. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, you definitely need a lot bigger speakers. Because you have the drummer has to be able to hear to stay in rhythm. With the rest of the band. So that's a little bit trickier. I'll talk about some tips and tricks on how to do that. But yeah. So playback is really important. Especially for music videos. Because if the one. If the artist can't hear the song. It's not going to be in sync. It's not going to be a good performance. It's going to look really bad on camera. Secondly if your pay. If your playback's not playing back correctly. It's not going to sync up properly. So if it's skipping. Or if there's other some type of error. It's not going to work out good. Uh, another another important thing is you want to just make sure it's going to run smoothly. Your battery's not going to die, anything like that. And that's one of the biggest problems I've seen. I've seen all those problems on set, and it really ruins a whole performance take, especially when time is money and you're on set and you don't have that much time or if the artist, you know, like there's all sorts of time restraints. I've seen it where we had to go to the next location and then we kept having playback issues. So the most common way that people do playback is on a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, anything that I talk about today, I'm going to link everything. I'm going to type it out um, below, whether that's the auxiliary cords I use, the MP3 player I use, all sorts of stuff like that. I'm going to put it in the kit. It's an affiliate link, so I get a small percentage. So that'd be hella cool if you guys purchase that. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to type it all out so you guys can read that. But yeah, so a Bluetooth speaker, anyone will work. Uh, they have all sorts of shapes and sizes of Bluetooth speakers. You guys might already have some of these. So that's what I, when I first started out, I didn't have one and I was borrowing my dad's and I accidentally dropped it um, pretty early on. It was like when Bluetooth speakers first started popping out and they were like, I think it was like, it was pretty, it was like 150 and I dropped it. It was, it was fine. It took a beating and then I've been getting those ones ever since. The JBL speakers, those are pretty solid. They just came out with the JBL Charge 4. Or five. I think I have the four right now. And I've had that one. And it got splashed by a wave. On a shoot I did for D. Dollar Sign. And it still works really good. Still sounds good. But those are pretty good for about like. I don't know. Like songs with not too many people. And they're really portable. And they have a lot of battery life. So they're pretty solid. They're Bluetooth. So when you do Bluetooth. You're probably going to connect it to your phone. Which is fine. It's alright. So I'm going to get into that. the biggest problem with Bluetooth is if you get too far away from your speaker, it's going to cut out. And the problem with that is when you go back to edit later on, halfway through the song, you're going to see it's not in sync anymore. And then you're going to have to go back and you're going to have to see where it's synced up and all that. And if you're filming on a red, you're not going to have audio. So halfway through your performance, it's going to be out of sync and it's going to be horrible to sync up. So I would highly recommend either having a designated phone or a mp3 player of some sort there's lots of problems that could go wrong when you use your phone your battery could die um you could get calls um your mom could call you you could get text so you have to put your phone on do not disturb mode but that's kind of dangerous too like what if like someone else was coming to set and oftentimes as uh low budget directors you're kind of doing everything by yourself so You might have like a BTS guy pulling up and he's trying to figure out how to get to your locations. And often when I was doing uh, music videos, I would want to film on my phone and get Snapchats or Instagram stories. And when you record those, they play back on the speaker and then it messes up the whole playback process. So if you're going to do that stuff, don't have playback. Don't use your phone. Either get an old phone that you have, some Android or something along those lines, or an old iPhone so you can back off your phone. I recently purchased a MP3 player. It's a SanDisk MP3 player. I had a cheaper one, and it just did not work good. This one that I have, I'm going to grab it right now. It's in my camera bag. It's small. It has a small little clip on it. Uh It has, I think it has about 8 gigabytes. It's Bluetooth as well. Uh The Bluetooth I found is a little sketchy, but I didn't really want Bluetooth. I just wanted it as a backup. Um just so in case I don't have an auxiliary cord. But the thing I like about it is it's small, it's compact, and it has the auxiliary port, and it has a good battery. I used this all last time on a shoot for probably, I don't know, it's like a 10-hour shoot, and the battery is still at like, it looks like it's at like 95 80%. So this is definitely a cool thing to have, and I always plug in auxiliary. So with auxiliary, you're not going to get any interruptions. You're not going to lose connection you're not going to have to sit there and try and connect to it you're just going to be straight up connected to the bluetooth speaker now the tricky thing is the nice thing about bluetooth is for single shooters is you can play the song and put your phone in your pocket and then get your shot right away with auxiliary cords you're going to have to set the speaker down you're going to have to play it and then leave them by each other which isn't that bad but for single shooters that can be a little bit tricky I'm not saying Bluetooth is horrible. Definitely if you have an old phone, I would definitely consider using Bluetooth and doing it separately. But I would say try and stay off of your phone because I've seen nothing but trouble on sets. And the most annoying thing is when your song keeps getting interrupted, like let's say you do a take and then your mom calls you or someone calls you and the take gets ruined. And then it happens again. The artist is going to start to get mad because they're getting in the zone. They're trying to perform for you. They're trying to give it their best take. And the more you interrupt that process, the harder it's going to be for you. So definitely take that into consideration. The MP3 player has really came in clutch for me in a lot of times. So I definitely check that out. I'm going to link that one below. Another type of way you can play the audio is off a laptop. This is more for like a controlled studio setting. If you have a laptop, you can definitely play it off that. I've done that quite a few times. Just do it on iTunes or VLC player and you could just play the song or you could even play it maybe like right off in Premiere if you want to like mess around with it. Uh, another tip that I would say, I recently just did a video. I wrote a shot list out. Uh, I wrote all the shots that I needed for each scene and I only wanted to do specific versions of the song for each scene. So on my shot list I had shot or I had scene 1 take A. So so what I did is on my MP3 player I typed for that spe- I went into premiere I cut the song for scene 1 and then I would title it scene 1A or yeah I just titled it 1A. And then I put it on my MP3 player and then I had 1A, 2B, 3C, and then I had each take for each shot list. So this was really easy because when I moved on to the next scene, I looked at my shot list. I said, okay, we're on the lemonade stand scene, that's 2B. And then we pulled it up, played the song, and it was the perfect moment. So, and I had all sorts of variations. I did all sorts of tricks with the playback, so I'm gonna talk about those in a little bit. But those are definitely useful. I thought it was a really cool way to just stay organized and know. This is really useful too. Let's say you have a really big feature and he doesn't have much time. You can just get straight to it and you can just play that. You could even cut it up too. So it plays the hook and then it has a little bit of space and then it cuts to the verse or however you want to do it. Or you could just play, put the hook like three times in a row just so you could get as much coverage. You don't have to replay it and the artist can kind of just groove to it. So I definitely think that's a cool thing is chopping up, editing the song for efficiency. Um, the more efficient you can be, the more the artist is going to appreciate it and the more coverage you can get. Coverage is really important and sometimes that can mess you up. If you have shitty playback, you're not going to get good coverage. So so yeah. And then there's the bigger speakers. They have like the bigger boom boxes. I'll link a few of those uh, down below as well. Uh, they're nice when they have like the little briefcase roller on them because you can kind of roll them around. But yeah, any bigger speakers definitely better for bigger group scenes and just bigger productions. The louder your song is, uh, most artists like loud music. That's I think that's just a fact. So definitely, when you have louder music, they're going to be able to get more into it and get more excited. Especially with bands, you're going to need a really big speaker uh, because the drums are so loud. So some tips that you could do to make the drums not as loud is you can put like tape on the cymbals underneath, just make sure you're not filming that. And then you could put like all sorts of pillows in the, uh, the kick drum below. I'm not an expert on those. I've only done that like one or two times, but that's kind of what I've learned is, yeah, you need a really loud speaker. Uh, Sometimes we plugged into some of their PAs. So that was a lot louder. And yeah. So if you're at a location, like if you're renting like a studio or if you're renting somewhere, ask and see if they have any type of sound because it's probably, they probably do. And it's probably a way louder speaker than what you have. So it's always nice being able to just plug in or sync up Bluetooth, especially if you're renting off pure space, they always have like some type of speaker and I'd rather use theirs than mine. They'll have some surround sound. So make sure to always ask and tap into that because that could be really useful. Cool. So now I'm going to talk about some tips for slowing down your performance. So, what you can do is you can slow down the song. So, it's a slower version of the song. And they do this in a lot of videos. Jacob Bones has done it with some futuristic videos. It's been done a lot in Eminem's videos and his early work. So, what you do is you slow down the song by a certain percent. So, let's say you slow down the song 50% and it's really slow. Then your artist performs the song. He's going to rap it or sing it. And they're going to perform it really slow. This works good for really hyped up songs. Um, like I said Eminem has really hyped up wacky songs. Uh, it just really depends on the artist's image. If you want it like really tense, intense and raw, it basically makes like especially everyone running around him in the background is going to be super animated and crazy. It looks really cartoonish. So you slow it down 50% and then you go to sync it back up and post with the original version and then you speed it you speed up your clip. So to figure out how much to speed up your clip So, you're filming in 23.976. You would divide that by whatever percent you slowed it down. So, that's 50%. So, let me actually pull up a calculator here. 23.976 divided by 50, uh, 0.47952. Then, all we have to do is multiply that by 100, and we get 47.92. So, you go to your clip in Premiere. And you would go modify, interpret footage, and then you would type in that number right there, 47.952. And that's going to get you in sync. And then you're just, actually the song, you should have audio, so you should be able to match it up pretty good. And then it's going to be really hyped up and intense. You can do that with any type of speed effect. I'm going to make a YouTube video on that, kind of showing you the different looks that you can achieve with this effect. Uh, But that's one way to do it. The other way you can do it with certain songs, if they're slow enough, is you could speed up the song to 150% and record at 36 frames per second. Or you could do a whole 2% and record at 48 frames per second. But the song has to be really slow to do that. Because if you do it in Premiere, um, you right-click, you click speed duration, you speed up the song, and then you listen to it. You can see if your artist can do that or not. Some artists are really good at it who really know their lyrics. Some don't really like doing it. It really depends on the artist, but you get a really cool effect with that. So that one, you record in slow motion. You're not going to have audio. Uh, It's kind of hard to do that on Sony's, but it's really easy to do on the GH5, GH5S. Um, I don't know if you could do it on the Blackmagic cameras uh, on the new one if you could type in specific frame rates but you can also do it on the reds really easily and just type in the frame rate that you want to film in and what this is going to do is going to give you a really slow motion hand performance their body's going to be moving in slow motion but their lips are going to be in sync because they performed it fast you're not going to have audio you're just going to have to do it by the lip movements but once you shoot music videos and edit them for a while i find it pretty easy to sync up performance shots just based on the lip movements and hand movements so you could do a lot of cool stuff with this if you really think about it you can do a performance and you can have a lot of crazy stuff going on in the background so i just did a performance the other day for combat and we threw a bunch of dollar bills in the air so the dollar bills and we did it like a mosh pit type group scene so the dollar bills are floating down slowly everyone's moving around slowly but his mouth is in sync so it kind of gives a really cool contrast look, especially if you do it with the 200 times at 48 frames, that's going to look really cool. And this is good too, just for like to smooth out your movements, especially if you film like uh, slower songs with like girls singing, this is definitely a cool effect. So play around with it. It's definitely a cool effect. Uh, let me know if you guys have ever used this effect in the comments below on YouTube. And if you guys are listening right now, make sure to take a screenshot post it to your story and I'll repost it for you guys for sure. Really appreciate you guys listening to this. Let me know what you guys thought about this solo episode, talking about playback. If you guys found it helpful, how do you guys playback your stuff? Another playback tip. If you're somewhere where you shouldn't be, uh, you could use headphones. If the artist is cool with having headphones, if you want the headphones as a practical, um, you could do that where, you know, like you're in a library or something, you could just match it by the sink or you could film the phone. Start, press play, and then move back. Uh, Another way you can do it is you can play the song really quietly off a phone. If you're somewhere where you shouldn't be like an abandoned location or maybe in like a store, I don't know. Those are for more run and gun scenarios, but they're definitely useful. So those are some like sly type performances. Let me know some ways you guys do playback or you've done it differently or some things that I forgot to say. Let me know all below in the comments. Make sure to leave me a review on the podcast app. I really appreciate it. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I'm going to have a lot more guests on soon. Uh, throughout the rest of this year and through the beginning of next year tons of new guests I'm trying to get tons of different people on so let me know who I should have on next Uh, I have a few guests coming up that I'm trying to get on I won't say who they are yet but I'm trying to mix it up get a different array of people and not just be in music videos get a bunch of different people it'll probably always be somewhat about music videos but I definitely do want to mix it up so let me know some people that you guys want to see on here I'm Tyler Casey. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Next time. Thanks, guys. Next time. Thanks, guys. Next time. Thanks, guys. Next. Time. Thanks. Guess next.